0: Are you looking for more in this world? Are you ready for something bigger? Then we are looking for you. The big hearted, the bold, the messy and the gutsy. The teachers, the growers, the builders, the skilled, the sharers, the change makers. We need you. We are the Peace Corps. In more than 60 countries, we go all in and all out. We are volunteers, partners, communities working together living together, bringing our experience, passion, and joy to building a better world together. From tackling climate change in Mexico to keeping kids healthy in Kenya, from sustainable farming in the Philippines to education in Kosovo, we learn more, give more, share freely, and serve boldly. Are you ready to tackle the tough stuff, to go the distance to make a difference? Then we have a place where you belong. Join us at PeaceCorps.gov.
2: Right, okay. Are we all ready to talk, people? Yeah. We're ready totally. to talk things? Let's, let's talk things. Things about, about things. Football. About football. Go team! <laughs> hey. Oh, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Wolves Fancast. We're back. We're recording audio in an audio format. Oh, gentlemen, we're champions. We've done it. It's fuzzy. We're champions. It's nice. It actually happened. I knew it was going to happen, obviously, uh, but I didn't think you'd actually see them lifting the trophy.
3: It was nice that they managed to give us the trophy rather than wait until the last game. Exactly. There it was that worry. It was very good. It's very nice good. that everyone got to see the trophy as well. Mm.
2: It's very nice. It's very nice that every single person got to have a hold of that trophy.
3: <laughs> and, and everyone will actually get to see it on that Monday as well. Yeah. Even kids. I'm sure kids will be allowed to, to come to the celebration. I think
2: they should do like a, a tour of the trophy where every household gets to have it for one night.
4: Connor <laughs> kind of Cody went round everyone's house over Christmas, didn't he, to wish him happy Christmas about? Was he last year, last year, was he?
3: No, it was Christmas just Well, yeah, last year then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
4: if he's got time to do that, he's got time to take it round everyone's house. He's got the summer off,
3: hasn't he? Maybe. Get him on the plane. Get, him on, so the just plane. get him on the
2: plane. He's just going to go door to door. Here, sir, here's the trophy. <laughs> you may touch it. Please wear this glove. I'm gonna touch
4: it once, but with the glove. The official glove. Please, yes, please put designated glove on. Have you um, been to the football museum in Manchester, where they actually Mecky put the gloves
2: on to put the? I've
4: been to lift- one
5: when it was at the Preston's ground. It's moved now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it's seen, I haven't been yeah. to the new one. i have
2: not done it. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you you have to have gloves for the FA pre- Cup. No, the, is it the Premier League one you have to wear gloves? The for The league club, the league.
4: Yes, the FA Cup in the
2: league. I'm sure it is because I've done the Premier League, I've done cup. Done the Premier, the league. Premier the league, the Premier League cup, the, what the what Premier
5: League the, uh, the Zenith Data Systems Cup, the Wimbledon Cup.
2: Oh well, bring back the um intertoto cup. Oh, you still have the Intertary Why well, can't we have like a proper
4: random yeah. cup anymore? I think sort of Newcastle fair. still
5: claiming that as a trophy, aren't they? <laughs>
4: I'm sure Getting sure yeah, into are. the based on good disciplinary record, that was... The, uh, the, the, a, the Anglo-Italian
2: Cup.
3: Yeah, we used what, to have some, some, some cracking European nights against Lecce and Atalisa. all these other teams.
2: We're going to talk about different, different things on the podcast this week. We've got the game against Sheffield Wednesday, but I think we can all agree nothing really happened in that game. Let's talk about cups and tournaments and it sounds like at the minute there's going to be no uh, planned tour of China or visit to China mm. all the lads are going off to Vegas for their deserved shindig uh, China's on hold at the minute but gentlemen I was looking forward to the Mendes Cup so was I mm. with you know what What would it have been Benfica Monaco Monaco a, a Shang Fale- Valencia would have been in the... Deport- mm. Deportivo I think Deportivo on this table I think a China 11 a Mendes yes. China 11 yes. But I was looking forward to this. You know, seeing Wolves in a completely, you know, a country that you would not associate our football team being in.
5: Well, they said they were okay. going to do it, and they just seems sort to of have crept out that, oh, actually, we're not. Luckily, <laughs> we're not doing it. Okay, fine.
2: Just love seeing our fans in a complete culture cache.
5: You know what, though? It's going to be Livingston again. It's going to be <laughs> Livingston and Bohemians again. We, oh. can't get, we can't get away from them. Can't get away from them, too.
2: Uh, so it was Austria last season, wasn't it, with the, the pre-season tour, uh, or little camp. Where did Anybody have any preference this summer where you'd like to see Wolves uh, put up shop? Alicante. Alic- <laughs> Oibor.
4: <laughs> just one weekend in Oibor. Nearest decent professional club to Alicante. I don't
2: think we're at America standard yet, are we? I
4: America's the dream. on like...
5: top of all the Canary Islands. There's <laughs> <laughs> Lanzarote, Tenerife, Gran Canaria. I'm sure
2: I think Nuno is that definition.
4: meticulous... That's probably why we ain't gone to China because I don't mm. think them ready for that sort of travelling and mm, no, not it's, enough it's a long old journey, isn't yeah. it?
3: For probably not much gain. It's I'll longer
4: well. than the the old five four five from Wolverhampton to Muriel. Yeah, it's long.
2: <laughs> I wonder whether it'll be somewhere like Portugal. That's the uh, the obvious choice, isn't it? It's the same bet.
6: Yeah,
3: I'd I have thought Portugal just so that most of the players could feel at home because they literally will be at <laughs> home. <laughs> All-inclusive
2: vitamin D for the summer. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of warm weather training. Yeah. What is that like? What is? Is there a scientific reason why you have warm weather training in the winter? Is it just to?
3: Oh, make I think it's just happy? for
2: the, yeah, <laughs> wasn't it? It's he, just for the lash, to be honest. I,
4: I imagine. Do you remember how happy the sun was in Teletubbies? Oh. that's what <laughs> it is all
2: day long. <laughs> Uh, Right, so we're we're going to talk about other things on the podcast this week. I'm going to go to uh, Adam, firstly, what for event corner of a jingle, event corner, event corner, (laughs) event corner. (laughs) It's event corner with Adam. (laughs) Uh, Adam went to the. uh, Well, you explain Adam what you went to on Monday night at the Cleveland Arms.
5: Yeah, it was um, Danny Bart's night. Danny Bart's big night is for his foundation. Foundation DB, it's mm-hmm. called, which is, I think, amongst other things, it's about like um, helping uh, ch- ch- um, the victims of child marriage in India, mm. essentially. Because you don't really get it over here, but it happens a lot over there. So um, he got himself, Barry Douglas, um, John Ruddy, and Ryan Bennett, with uh, the ever capable host of Matt Murray, leading the. Actually, well, Nigel Pearson did hosting duties for all of two minutes. Then handed it off to Matt Murray, who then was the host for the rest of the evening. Um, it was really good. So and it was split into like two parts. So Matt Murray asked questions for like about 45 minutes at the start. Then audience Q&A. And yes, I did get a question in. I did get a question in. And no, it wasn't your question. Oh, thought, damn. Sorry, I'm sorry to disappoint um, you. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Uh, and then there was auctions and raffles so I mean the, the auction was uh, was quite good there was quite a lot of stuff going for quite a lot of money like Matt Doherty's used boots uh, the Neves top that he was unveiled in that was signed by him in the club and mm. Nuno's tops. so I think quite a lot of money was raised but as far as like questions and like Goss the Goss the Goss um, uh, there was stuff around Neves obviously so like Bennett had said he thinks Neves is going to stay Danny Bart said that Neves has really bought into the club and the project, he says he thinks he'll stay next year. However, he, Bart did say that you know if he does flourish as we would want him to next year, it's going to be mucho's hardos to keep him mm. in, at the team. He says he we, we probably won't keep him if he plays well. Um, but yeah, he says he was he says he's been absolutely fantastic and been very grounded since he come in. The players the players love him as much as we do. I think that the way yeah, the way yeah. it's going. Ben actually said that from day one when Nuno came in, um, he thought that Cody had said to him that he's, he's out. He thought he doesn't rate me because from day one Nuno had said we're playing for three four three. This is our system. So Cody was just told to play middle of a back three, and Cody's I've never played there before in my life. Like mm. so, he doesn't rate me. I'm off, and as it goes, first game of the season <laughs> still there, and the rest, the rest is the rest is history. But I, I asked a question about the, the mysterious Mr. Willy Bolly because oh. we never know anything about him. And uh, Ruddy repeated a few of the, the chants that we, uh, for something about Bolly But he was he was generally nervous and scared about him after like, the first couple of training sessions because he just kept playing out from the back. And we thought, you can't you can't keep doing this. And the ch- He's going to get found out at the championship. <laughs> mm. Because each game went by, he just keeps getting away with it over and <laughs> over again. So we thought, brilliant, fantastic. Um, Ruddy told the story about a prank that they played on Nuno. In uh, in Marbella, so they went for the vitamin D trip. Um, did it involve
2: a taxi and lucky D's <laughs> at all? I wish it did, <sighs> but
5: it was it was a bit more. No, it wasn't no. anything about that. No, <laughs> he said that Nuno's recently took up golf, and he's not very good at it. So he he joined, I think, the British lads on a round of golf, and uh, you know Nuno just said to Rudy's, "This, is this is this, is, this I mean, is this is this ball any good?" I and mean, Rudy went, "No, no, don't don't use that ball. Use this ball. This is, this one's better." So he put it on the ball, put it on the tee, took his time lining up, took a swing, and then what really didn't tell him was that he gave Nuno an exploding golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just white powder everywhere all over the tee, <laughs> which was good because there was no one behind them to play on. But that was that was quite funny. Um, about Nuno himself, he says he's relaxed around the training ground all week. Um, the day of the game, he just becomes ultimately focused. Mm. And he's still relatively relaxed, but you he he can tell he's he's in the zone. Right from day one he told all he said him and all the backroom staff uh, it's all about the player so they're him and the backroom staff are all there for the player mm. if the player needs an extra day's recovery take it if you need anything about your, anybody, about your injuries or anything at all they're all, they're all there for him so he's, the, the players bought into him straight away from minute one Um, because with be the backroom staff all their families are back in Portugal so yeah. they're focused on the job in hand all the way all the time here Um. About opposition, so Douglas had said that Fulham away was the one and only time this year where they felt they'd been outplayed oh, by okay. a team. I know at the time, even though we've obviously, we've obviously lost all the games, mm. there's no other time they that they felt they've been they've been outplayed by the mm. better team, mm. apart from Fulham. Um Cardiff, Bart said that they'd never let Cardiff's pressure on us get to them. That they, they were surprised put a uh, as the rest of us that they just kept winning mm. and to a point still are. Like when when we when we went through our quote unquote mini dip, mm. which was a few draws <laughs> and a loss, he, he, they couldn't believe oh, they won again. They couldn't believe that they'd, they'd won. Um, about Warnock, they couldn't believe they they really couldn't believe his actions at the end of the the Cardiff yeah, Bulls yeah. game. Mm-hmm. In polite terms, Ruddy said it was sour grapes of the mm. highest order. But Ruddy said personally he thinks that Warnock is doing a great job to have gotten where to get to get Cardiff where they are. Um, and yeah I think I mean Ruddy said basically for next year he genuinely can't see a reason why we can't flourish even Mm. given the team we have now I think all of them had said that if we keep all the players that we've got now with quality additions top off should be the aim and he said Ruddy specifically watched he said he watched a Newcastle-Everton game recently might have been last week I think He he, nothing concerned him with anything he saw in Mm. that game and they're two top half teams there or thereabouts so he said we should. We, we all as fans should be obviously with the right additions. Yeah, we should be looking forward exciting. to it, to an exciting, exciting season next season. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, obviously Bennett said the high point of his season was Bristol City, obviously, Bristol City away yeah, last yeah. minute, which is obviously an obvious one. They said they were absolutely just amazed by what happened on Waterloo Roads before the mm. Sheffield Wednesday game. Um, and then but and obviously the question came up about the Villa game, and, and Bart just answered that by saying, "Yeah, you know that was." A bad day, we, they, they can they can take the weekend that weekend to celebrate, but we can celebrate all summer. Mm-hmm. So, who's the who's the bigger bigger victor in that? Um, so it was really good. And looks, I mean, look, so they didn't say anything too controversial as such. Um, and the final question, I think I think was asked to to Barry Douglas and said if money was no object and they could sign absolutely anyone they wanted to this season, who would they sign? And he just said Willie Bolly on the permanent deal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Talking about that, Willie Bolley did nothing nothing yet on that, which is surprising. No, in general, in, no, I mean. No, not at
5: all. I mean, he it, it does seem to be this, I, I, I still find this aura about him, this mysterious, mm. this, this mysteriousness about him, because no one needs him speak at all. He never does interviews, he just, we, we, we all we want him to be signed permanently, and hopefully he does, but we just don't hear anything about
3: him. But now, He's one of the few who's been deathly silent, hasn't yeah. he? I mean, even Vinagre and Bonatini, you do see them on Twitter quite a bit, they're quite active, but nothing with Bali at all. Other than that little clip we had last week from the Sky documentary, that's yes. coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only bit of uh, anything we've had out of him. If you're on social, if you're not on social media, are you actually a real person? That's the
2: that's the question.
5: <laughs> this is, do you think he would get a blue tip straight away as soon as he signed up? Yeah, <laughs> this
6: would yeah. be auto blue tick.
2: Um, when, when you said you were going to the night and you put some pictures on on the uh, the group chat, the, the, the clear thing for us is how tall the other players are. Bar Barry Douglas, maybe compared to you but find yourself and a good statue as well
5: what was uh, what's quite funny is I think the Express and Star photographer had, um, before it started took a, had a photo with all four of them and Barry Douglas actually got on a chair <laughs> and stood on the chair next to the next to the others because you've got Matt Murray who's six foot whatever mm. skyscraper same for Ruddy Bennett's quite tall Bart's quite tall he, he just I've got to get a chair
2: <laughs> but yeah good night then all around but
5: it was a great night yeah fantastic from the players I, I mean Straight from minute one, as soon as they walked in the building, photos, selfies, can you sign this? But they're brilliant. They're doing it all all night and um, raise a lot of money for a good cause, uh, raise the awareness of it as well. And I think they're having that the film that Danny Bart's and his as film has it's been yeah. shown at the Park Hall tonight, um, as we record. Yeah. So yeah, I think this thing's doing a great great job getting all the players out there and the players giving up, giving up the time. I did get the impression that they're on a bit of a wind down. Yeah. yeah now. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's they've had something on Monday night. They've had the play the, the Young Wolves yep. do last night. They've got this tonight at Park Hall,
2: and they've still got what well, they've still got. They've still got the game on Sunday. <laughs> There's still a game to go. Um, end season awards on Tuesday next week, I think. The following yeah, Tuesday, right, yes. Yeah. So celebrations no, we, Monday, awards Tuesday. Yeah. And, and I then think that's it. Then, Vegas it? Wednesday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So on uh, the last podcast we talked about Joel sent an email in from Oregon who talked about how he went crazy at the Nevers Gold in the middle of the day at work. So we read that out and we got um, an email from Martha from the UAE. Oh, oh well. The UAE. Oh, well. Uh, and not, she's not from her vineyard, was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martha says, um, after hearing Joel's email, I thought I'd uh, email in about this at the Cardiff game. that watched in Al Anin, I think, in the UAE, uh, which is now from Dubai. Um, at my lead supporting friend's 18th birthday. I demanded he put the game on at 10.45 on the dot and watching the two penalties was pissed was easy, the most stressful experience of my life. It was worth it and I managed to get my friends who were really in- uninterested in football to sing along uh, the Willy Bolly song and the Nuno song as well. Excellent. So, so we put it on social and we said, is there any strange places that ever- people have ever celebrated the Wolves goal? Gentlemen, are there any other strange places you've ever celebrated a Wolves goal? That's not obviously at the ground or generally at a pub. Have you ever watched it anywhere else?
5: I can't think. I can't think of anywhere really. I've, I've normally been watching it. I think when Wolves games are on, i mean, at the game, molyneux or the away ground or yeah, I'm in the pub somewhere. I can't. I can't think.
3: I can't think of anywhere. Done I it thought. in the the Scottish <laughs> Highlands. It was the literally
2: in the mountains.
3: <laughs> yeah. It was when we played Stoke on the first game of the season a few years ago.
2: Oh, the Dave Jones Yes,
3: and we were on the radio and just lost my shit as we were driving (laughs) along in the middle of this mountain range.
2: Uh, Alex Rawl tweeted in saying, um, celebrating 35,000 feet in the air uh, while um, surrounded by angry strangers for the first Villa game. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Um, Ollie Byron says he was in an Irish pub in Dresden uh, the same night as Bayern versus Seville. This is when we played Cardiff away recently. Uh, the manager in the put put the Wolves game on, on the spare telly. The Bayern fans gave... Oh, no, hang on. This was for the derby game, sorry. Uh, the bar, the Bayern fans gave a standing ovation when he scored that worldie. basically. So, some Bayern fans in, in Dresden. Oh, Dresden is Dresden- 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 yeah. yeah. Why did I think Ireland for some reason? I Irish know. bar. Irish he oh, was in an a that's, 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 <laughs> <why>, that's, <laughs> that's why that's what everyone is uh, Kieran Munn uh, a pub uh, called the Hem Heath in Stoke watching score against Wednesday I then proceeded to ask a random Stoke fan if he remembered when Craddock scored twice against them in the two-all draw <laughs> <laughs> um, Matthew Francis um, sent in this tweet which says which, he linked to a different tweet which basically says I'm currently sitting in a bar in Nice this is Four Wolves uh, winning against Cardiff um, and I would like to apologise to anyone I've just alarmed when I shouted up oh, yours, Colin, which could be probably heard several <laughs> miles away. Um, That's yes, not a strange place. That's a nice place in Nice, <laughs> yes, isn't it? <laughs>
5: I'm a, I'm a, celebrate a goal there. Uh,
2: yeah, and he also says he was he, it wasn't a, a goal, obviously what happened, but he, he got a lot of confused uh, Frenchmen looking at him at the time. So yeah, <laughs> it's a strange place. If you've got any strange places you've celebrated
3: Wolves, obviously let us know, um, and we will read them out. I do love that Martha got her lead supporting friends to put the wolves match on. <laughs> I thought, That's brilliant, just to really rub it <laughs> yeah. in. There's 30,000 leads in the living room as well. Of course, yeah, <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> uh, right, gentlemen, let's talk about other things that have in the weeks, and Mendes. Good old Uncle Mendes, he's done nothing wrong, has he? He's done nothing wrong, he's in the clear, let's buy who we want. His gun's <laughs> not smoking, is it? <laughs> so uh, EFL cleared him, of course, of uh, the relationship he had to Obviously, we've still got the Premier League uh, what checks to do, but I'm sure that'll be fine as well. But, oh, good old Mendes, he's fine, isn't he? I think... Um, was He
3: yeah, knows what he's doing, doesn't he? The... It?
2: Um, the Villa chief exec Twitter account
5: and leads the leads chief exec's Twitter account when Leeds, the Leeds high hey, when I saw the story, everyone was just kept retweeting them in it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of this? And like, they were, like, they were, like <laughs> copy that like, adding them in? Huh? it huh? have been hilarious all day. Their phones were just buzzing, going, "Oh, right, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you win." <laughs> but all good gentlemen, we're all happy. It was
3: expected, though, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It, it was always a non-story from the start, but it. it it just <coughs> deflects from shitty seasons that Leeds and Villa have had. When you know, obviously Leeds with their fifty million fans, they were always going to win the league. Villa signing John Terry that meant <coughs> they won the league last uh, last August, but mm-hmm. obviously they hadn't done that, so they need to deflect it, which is exactly what they did, and they deflected mm-hmm. it our way. I mean, the, um, the, the actually this question came up at the Cleveland Arms thing and they asked
5: um, about Me- Bart, about Mendes, and he said, "Funny, this this never happened last year, did it?" Mm. He said he said they got the same thing, and it's no one cares when teams throw money away if you're fifteenth and sixteenth in the league. But suddenly, when you're first and you're you, you're going to achieve something, suddenly people start asking questions. Yep. And really, and I saw this other day. Really, people are asking questions about us. Why aren't people asking questions about the completely financially mismanaged teams like your your Blackburns, yep. Charltons? They're mm. the ones where the attention should be, not us when we do it and do it right. And be successful off the back of it, um, but no, it's brilliant. I mean, vindicated really. We all we, mm. all, th- we all knew there's nothing nothing dodgy going on. We trust man of the people, and Jeff. <laughs> know Jeff doing.
4: said he knows every rule in the book. Yes, every single rule, whether you can use chance, community chest, whatever. He knows every rule in the book. And the way I, the way I always saw it, any team that was going to complain it was never it was never going to be found that we had doing anything wrong because any team that sort of uses Mendes' name in a bad term he ain't going to provide them players is he
3: because they're going to question his his integrity in Mm. in the football it doesn't work like that they have shot themselves in the foot by doing it haven't they why put your head above the parapet because now like you say Mendes is going to have their their cards marked so a £20 million player is going to cost £30 million to that club and that's been their issue really is that they've said well we want a Neves you can have a Neves But the price is different for each club, Mm. and it's the same across the whole football world. Man United will have to pay more money for a Liverpool player than Arsenal Mm. might have to. It's just the way it works.
2: They all need to get a Mendes, don't they? They do. Get your your own Mendes. (laughs) Mendes. Lots of clones of Mendes are going to happen soon. Hashtag
5: hands off our Mendes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, let's let's go buy people. Let's go buy people.
5: Yes, let's have a... (laughs) A trolley dash of Mendes players. Come on, get them all in. <laughs>
2: uh, so, where we at now? Announced Taliska. Announced Taliska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about uh, Neves, of course. And I think we're, we're about to enter the summer of Neves, aren't we? With, with the links. Liverpool being the first team linked with him, of course. As He was apparently spotted in Liverpool, isn't he? But then, obviously, it was because he was seeing his family off at Lennon Airport. Uh, Dan... You you were on the Anfield Index podcast the other day, correct? Talking about said subject, mingling with the enemy. Yeah, what were their, uh What were their hopes and fears with with Mendes? Not Mendes, Neves. You know, same thing. <laughs> they, same thing. they they fear Mendes greatly, yeah. <laughs> of what he's going to bring
4: to Wolves this summer. Yeah. And they um, they want Neves. They're begging for a Neves type player in their midfield. They've already got Nabikater. They've been linked to this Georginio. Oh, I'm not really fully aware of for the same sort of money I think Wolves would want for Nevers. I mean I did say on their podcast they haven't got a midfielder that's better than than Nevers. you've got like Winaldo Mendeson. I'm not discrediting those players but they're not Nevers' quality or that mm, no. I'm not being biased Nevers is literally that good mm. and I said to them the only it all depends on one if they win the Champions League and two if he does go to the World Cup how good a World Cup he has because I think if he has a really good World Cup I think I'll join someone even bigger than Liverpool mm. if,
3: if there is someone bigger than Liverpool in their world. <laughs>
4: well, that, that's six what... times, six times in
3: Istanbul and all that crap. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> that, that's the thing that really pisses me off most with it is I think he's better than Liverpool. I, I honestly think Real Madrid wouldn't be, you know, he wouldn't be out of de- depth somewhere that big. 12 months' time, if he stays with us another year, I think Real would be looking at him.
4: Look at Man you know, United. I mean, the, the, the one guy. On the pod, compared him to Matic, I think.
3: He's much more nah.
4: dynamic than Matic. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I Different mean, like sort of Herrera as well, he's better than both for them. Yeah, Pogba's Pogba.
2: I, I, I don't hate the guy, I don't rate right the guy.
3: He's just a headache, though, isn't he? It's
2: just. Do you think a lot of teams, depending on if he has a good World Cup, do you think a lot of teams may not go for him because they may think, you know what, let's see as long as he can replicate in the Premier League?
0: We'll well, still unproven the- technically yeah. isn't mm.
5: Premier League I mean he's had a bit of time in Portugal to play and then the season in the second tier so really I mean quality is obviously there to see but some people might back off and just say well let's see what
3: he does mm. next year And a good international tournament isn't always a very good indicator of how a player is going to be in the league yeah. mm. You've only got to look back to Karol Paborski or Milan Baros and <laughs> to say that yeah it doesn't always work out he was top scorer, wasn't he? Melanbarish, one of the Euros. <clears throat> he was scores, phenomenal he? in that Euros, and then he was absolute dog shit. <laughs> he was terrible.
2: Who was? Do you ever remember the goalkeeper for Czech Republic at Euro '96? Peter yeah. KuBa. Because we were linked with him yeah. straight after. <laughs> yeah. That's I was remember reading the express style the next day. Wolves looked to buy. It's like what? To <laughs> this guy? I do. I, I generally think that that
5: he, uh, he, we have. I know that it's gonna, like you say. All summer, it's going to be every other day. Yeah. It's going to be. This clip, like you say, clickbait rumor, all over the place, and it's gonna be tiresome. I mean, Liverpool, are Liverpool fans are hijacking <coughs> his Twitter feed. He put, I saw he put a photo of him his missus earlier, and they, they put a, a red European trophy over his misses' his face. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so, and this is just like day one, and the yeah, season's yeah, yeah. not
4: even finished yet. There was one Liverpool fan who was uh, very, oh yeah, not nice about his, yeah, about yeah, his, his, his wife. wife. Yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, she's a very beautiful lady. Mm. Very you know, hopefully he
5: takes all these things into consideration yeah. when picking yeah. his next, choosing his next team. But um, yeah, I think we, I genuinely believe, he, and I'm probably not, I'm not alone in this, but I think he will stay with us one one more year. And I think he genuinely he want he wants to from from what he said. I think he does want to stay. He wants to give us a year, and then he he will
4: move on. If you hear all the rumors that one, don't know where I got this rumor from, was 80 million pound release clause. And then the, what for, Nev? That's, that's I don't know where I got it from. Someone's um, told me that a dream I
2: had last Thursday. I've got some
4: reliable sources in the cupboard, not the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and the other rumor, which is completely lost from my mind, he likes to sleep in an oxygen. A
3: cell. ninety million
2: pound <laughs> release clause.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we don't generally go with the release clause in this country, do we? It's not normally part of. Not the Mendes, here,
4: no, yeah, contract,
3: agent, yeah. And the, well, I
4: think it was truth in like they doubled the, double the wages if they get promoted. So I mean, if he was on forty grand last this season, on eighty now, is he going to be desperate to move? Plus, there's also
5: well, of course, the, the Rebels, we we're underpaying them, so he was only about ten yeah. grand this yeah, year, I mean... and there he's probably about forty.
2: Unless some major team, major team comes in for the summer after a good World Cup, he's. I think he's staying. Really,
3: he's now. He seems to have, he's very much ingratiated himself into the culture of our club at the moment, mm. and obviously because we've got that Portuguese contingent, I can't imagine he'd be pushing for a move.
2: And even Mendes in his ear is probably, he's probably saying, look, stay here, at least, pro-, you know, just prove to the bigger boys what you can do, yeah. and then we'll, you know, the move mm. will happen. Yeah. What do he gets into the Europa in the first season? Well then, you know, Real Madrid just say, I have Champions
4: League. Yeah. <laughs> Foulson, they're an investment company on that, so they ain't gonna, they're gonna want big money for
2: him. Mm. Uh, well, what he's worth—that was double, of, at least double now. Well, that was one of the brought. questions
4: on the Liverpool pod. What's what's realistic clear value that you'd want for Neves? And I said around fifty million.
2: I was hoping you'd ask him like hundred million or something like that. <laughs> fifty
4: million uh, for you know, sell that for a year's loan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the thing is, in the current footballing market, <clears throat> what, name your price. If you're paying two hundred million for for Neymar, why isn't Neves worth eighty million? he sort of is because it's, it's whatever mm. someone needs him for that's the the value of a player now
5: player's worth what someone's willing to pay yeah. for him so whatever silly price we quote someone
2: might pay it. And, and every good goal at the World Cup just ranks up just a bit <laughs> more 1000 <laughs> uh, to 1 Ballon d'Or winner yeah. <laughs> should we talk about quickly other links we've had in the, the old papers and the rumors mills the last few days £35 million for Jack
3: Butland anyone from Stoke a lot of money for quite a shit player not he, he was good. I don't write um, myself. The last twelve months, he's been terrible. Um, one of my mates is a season ticket holder at Stoke, and he's saying that he's been at fault for quite a few of the goals. He's okay. you remember terrible,
4: the, and the goal he gave away against Leicester, yes, literally just yeah. the cross came in. Now, literally just palmed into the net.
3: Yeah, the, the
4: thirty-five million for Bult against and...
3: Everton, the, he was at fault for both of the goals in that one as well. He's, I don't think he's progressed as much as what people thought he was going to when he was 19
4: I'm not sure even sure he's like a decent ball playing keeper either from no. what I've seen of him
3: I don't think he'd be an upgrade on John Ruddy no. for perfectly honest
4: 35 million I think there's more chance of Foulson buying Butlins for 35 million <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny because actually
5: um, Ruddy talked about Butland at the, the Cleveland Arms he? Mm. he asked the question about England keepers and he was talking about Butland and that he would have to move he needs to move if Stoke go down and then mm. The Express Star headline the very next day: Wolves linked to Jack Butland, <laughs> thirty-five million. I thought, mm, I wonder if someone's just yeah, yeah, connected how can the
4: dots. You justify thirty-five million for a relegated keeper.
2: It's because he's an England international. He can push yeah. for the number one jersey still. Release clause. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one, the prominent one of all that the little room is so far is Jack Wilshere from Arsenal. Wolves hunting for Jack Wilshere as a say Everton linked to him. I think yeah. we. Wolves have got the money aura about them. This no, is the that, thing. Jenny, we're going to be linked to a lot of places. Summer. But would you realistically take Jack Wilshire down the move next?
5: If uh, his contract come, he, he has his own treatment room. <laughs> then, pro- then that no, I, 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 I wouldn't have him just purely because of that reason. I, I just think mm. he's more injured than not. And what good is he on the, the treatment table? So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I might yeah. be on I'm the minority, but I... I no, no, no I'm, 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 yeah. I'm the same on that one. I'd be interested it. to it's, see...
2: It's, it's, an, it's weird how we're happily turning down Jack Wilshire. Get
5: Darren Potter back, though!
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how many games he's actually played over the last two, three years, Wilshire I I I'd be amazed if it was over 40 mm. in three years. I, he just doesn't do it. I a decent
4: run yeah. of games this <laughs> calendar year. But, but that's the very best thing, isn't he? free yeah, which is good for him. Mm. And for the rumours, like, the value that he's rejected as Arsenal's, <laughs> like, renewable contract, he ain't going to come down here for that because he'll be on more than, like, Nevers and that, the mm. way I'd see. So I think Bush, we're just being used as a,
2: a pawn to get Walsh a new deal, I think. And uh, the other one is uh, Mangala from Man City. eighty-five grand a week. That's, uh... I like for like Bolly, that is, yeah, is that, that sounds like a, if Bolly doesn't stay, I'll
5: let's keep Bolly
3: Mangala. <laughs> yeah, is a walking penalty decision, mm. he's just he's so dodgy. I we saw the run around that um, Bright gave him when we played him earlier in the season. I, if they it depends on the money they'd want for him, granted, but again, he's, he wouldn't be top of my wish list
5: it is fantastic though yeah where a, we're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. no I don't want that 85,000 yeah. pounds. player who plays for the team who's just won the league or <clears> been <throat> loaned out whatever brilliant where where two years ago we were going oh yeah I'd definitely take that sen- promising centre off from Barnsley yeah. <laughs> or something
2: highly rated youngster it's always highly rated <laughs> yeah. if they're highly rated why are they coming to Wolves
5: <laughs> like that one from Coventry that we signed yeah Ben Stevenson, is it? I think we be loaning back to commentary as well. Colchester, never to be seen (sighs) again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about uh, John Ruddy. Got the Golden Glove award, didn't he? at The final home game, twenty-four clean sheets, only shipped in thirty-six goals this season. He's in the EFL Team of the Year. Probably out of all the players this season, this is the one that's perhaps drawn the most criticism. Does Ruddy deserve? The respect f- uh, from Wolves fans, given the accolade he's got this season. Or is the jury's delight? Oh, deep take of well, that. Should he have got more clean
4: sheets, is the question. Should he? Oh, should he have got, should so. have got one more,
5: uh, Burton home. Should have saved that one.
4: Mm. <laughs> the jury's still out. Yeah.
2: I don't think Golden you could sort Golden of. team of the year.
4: Most clean sheets of any goalkeeper he's, he's in the still league. Got, he's still had shots on target against him most games, but obviously, that he's, we've been that good going forward that some games for 60 70% of the game he's had, he's just been watching us batter teams. Mm. I know Stu's mentioned it before when he's got a lot more shots at him, he's, he's, he's quite more focused and he, he plays a lot better. But this, this still is got what that goalie, still soft goals, he gives away half the time. Yeah,
5: and this is what sets apart different types of keepers that top teams are after, because the concentration level's different. So, like, where big teams, if they want a good keeper, don't necessarily go for a good keeper who's playing for a bottom mm. three or four mm. teams because they're saving ten shots a game. Because it's a different type of mentality you're after. You've got to, like Rudig he's got to stand there for 80 minutes doing F all squared, and then, come the, come the moment he needs to do something, he's got to... Keep him out. Now, occasionally he's, he's made some, dropped some bollocks. But I think overall, I mean, I, I I I think I said on the previous podcast, I wasn't quite sure. But I mean, you you do have to respect the numbers. Mm. The the twenty what was it four clean sheets. You yeah, twenty four. Yeah, and that's a phenomenal number. But I think he'd be first to admit himself that that's it's not that's not because of him. That's because of who's playing in front of mm-hmm. him and how well drilled we are as a complete team. And that's I mean we could have probably had. Graham Stack in goal, and we would have probably got a similar number of clean sheets. Because ultimately, he's done this bit. I mean, obviously, his big moment was the Cardiff penalty save. So he's had he's had his good moments and read in a way was yeah, a good yeah. good game he had. So he's had his good moments. He's had he's had you know he's mm, dodgy ish moments, but overall, yeah, he's been he's been a great keeper. But we've also had a great defense in front of him.
2: Does he mm-hmm. deserve to be the number one at the start of next season?
3: I think he does. I think he's done enough this season to be given his opportunity for us next mm. season. I, I wouldn't. I would like us to get another keeper in any way in the summer, but I still think John Ruddy really should start the season just off the back of mm. what he's achieved this year.
2: And maybe on that concentrating in, in the in the Premier League, there's going to be obviously more teams coming at Wolves. Perhaps that will be the true test of John Rudy.
3: Possibly, mm.
5: I think he yeah, he's earned. A spot he's earned, he's earned his go again. He's you no, know, he's, he's not new to the Premier League. He's been there before. Um, but I think it'd be a bit unless we go out and sign like David De Gea or someone. Then I think yeah, you, you're starting with you're starting with Ruddy at the start. If we do choose to go and sign another keeper, I think you give Rudy his mm. chance. But I don't know. Maybe maybe we will, maybe we won't sign a keeper because Norris is obviously a capable backup. He's proved that. So is a need. Is is a need there to go out? Is that one of the priorities? I'd probably, probably
4: I've still got a crisis in, in saying Norris really need to start first game of the season it's it's bar me you cannot give him any of those players that got promoted an opportunity to at least
3: Stay
2: retain the play. place yeah, yeah. Mm. but yeah it's, it's weird that you, there's there's question Mark's ever already given the stats yeah. of this season
3: I mean the only thing I mean I can think off the top of <clears> my <throat> head I can think of six games where he didn't have to make a save mm. so there's bound to be more in that 24 but still 24 Really impressive number. I mean, that's over half of the games of yeah, the season. Yeah. He's kept a clean sheet. I mean, the
2: next closest keeper is Sam Johnson. for That was 20. So, four games more, at least. Well, obviously. Yeah. But- I mean, it could be 25. <laughs> in just doing my weekend. maths there. Yeah, it is four. It is four. <laughs> Stri- uh, strike the at least from the minutes of <laughs> conversation. <yeah. laughs> Uh, just before we get into the game against Sheffield Wednesday there's many uh, fan groups all over the world that have come together and, and, and watched our team one of them is Colorado Wolves in America a uh, fellow and loyal fancaster Todd DeWitt uh, who started the group has uh, organised a group uh, for fellow fans to meet in, in the Colorado area to, uh, to watch the game what's the score? <sighs> Just keeping on the Champions League semi final as we do this. Uh, and Todd interviewed some of his fellow members about how they became Wolves fans and what it's like to support Wolves over abroad. Uh, really interesting what they say. Here is what they said.
7: All right, so my name is Marcus Carey. I live in Monument, Colorado. I was in, in the US in 1984. I've been a Wolves fan since probably 1972. So I've seen some good times and some bad times um yeah, it's good to see the pack he's back in the premiership, so my dad used to be the d j at molyneux um so we we were down in the uh, south bank corner no, sorry the north bank corner um and you know he he brought the liquidator to molyneux as well, so that was pretty fantastic um but yeah I mean we went to so many games and I I don't remember I was probably only like seven years old when I first started going favorite match I went to was when we beat uh, Liverpool at Anfield Uh, we beat them 1-0 that was uh, Stephen Ward scored the goal there that was pretty awesome Um, but I've been to a lot of games I've sat next to Robert Plant at uh, Manchester City Um, you know obviously I was back four years ago when we lifted the trophy against Carlisle that's the only trophy I've ever seen him
6: lift so live anyway so that was pretty pretty fantastic too my name is felipe martinez uh mexico um uh grew up in california a huge soccer area uh you know so always followed uh the english premiere and now uh moved to the denver colorado a few years back five years to be exact and met marcus Sure started there In the beginning But you know Uh, So uh, Excited Uh, It's It feels good to uh, You know Follow a soccer team That has that passion So Same uh, Met uh, Marcus Carey Some point uh, You know Always On his phone Checking the scores During the week You know All that gets you into it Um, Always been a soccer fan uh, Football fan uh played my whole life still playing uh it's exciting to see uh the passion that uh marcus brought into my life um you know and it's exciting um i might not know the past of the wolves but um i'm here for the present and the
1: future all right my name is todd dewitt i live in loveland colorado which is about an hour outside of denver um I'm a member of the Colorado Wolves supporter group out here. Um, There's not many of us in Colorado, but we still try to get together uh, when we can to watch matches um, down in Denver. Um, I've been a Wolves supporter for the past nine years, ever since the 2009-2010 season. Uh, I first started supporting the club uh, when I had a bunch of friends who were Chelsea, Liverpool, uh, Manchester United supporters... Um, and through them, I just started watching more and more football and got really interested in the teams and really loved uh, the, the wolves crest. So I thought I'd read up on them. And after reading up on their history, I realized how significant of a club they are. And so that just kind of started my, my love for the wolves. Um, uh, I think that season having Marcus Hanneman in the squad also helped. Uh, it was nice to see, uh, an American uh, in the Premier League. Uh, one of my favorite memories as a supporter was probably the two-one win over Manchester United in February 2011, uh, where uh, George Elakobi and Kevin Doyle were both kind of arguing about who got who got those goals. I just really loved seeing uh, seeing that passion in my uh, my players, even though we weren't the the strongest of teams. It it was nice to see that those two players and uh, others would just do whatever they could for the shirt and the the badge on their chest. Um, Most of my time supporting Wolves, I've done it through um, following matches on Twitter or uh, running match commentaries on ESPN, BBC, Sky Sports, uh, just because uh, watching matches, uh, let alone... Watching wolves' matches weren 't easily accessible over here in the u s until uh, very recently, so waking up at five a m just to follow a match on Twitter it was uh, not the most uh, rewarding experience, but it was still it was still fun to get up and support my my club, make it over to Wolverhampton and catch a match last August when we played Cardiff, even though we lost two one. Um, walking up and seeing Molyneux, and just being inside the stadium and hearing, uh, hearing the crowd uh, sing and chant was uh, that was an unforgettable moment. Still, just leaves me just about Just like just walking into the stadium, seeing the pitch, seeing the players on the field, the flags. Uh, that was a special moment.
2: Let's talk about the game uh, then against Sheffield Wednesday. Really say? <laughs> Anybody want to say anything about the game? A bit shit. Yeah. We should have won. Really? Given the chances? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I, all
5: I remember it being actually it was probably Neves' worst game in the Wolves' yeah. shirt. I, just, I remember him giving the ball away
3: umpteen times. But um, He gave the think. ball away more in that one match than he's done in any... <laughs> exactly. All the other games put together. Oh, was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bright had his, um usual sitter
2: miss standard yeah, yeah standard yeah. miss bright did a bright yeah bright yeah. did a bright and apart from that that was it Nil nil. everyone wanted to party yeah really so let's talk about the, the, the main thing of the day which is off the pitch before the game the welcome Orley Road the flares what do everybody think of this this was it's incredible sight this was like a proper European night proper cool. oh I felt like I was in
5: Venice <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. I mean I I got down there relatively uh, well, now about a quarter to one. And um, there was a quite a quite a few people there but not, nothing groundbreaking, but then after like ten minutes I turned around and it was just just a sea, a sea of people. Yeah. I think what was great was it was entirely fan led. The club had never thought I don't know, I think for one minute had ever like encouraged it and say, Go on, get yourself down, Waterloo Road, bring your flares, got got to get down there. Half
2: half price calling. <laughs>
5: half price <post-calling. laughs> yeah, two for one. It was, just, it was all completely fan-led. I, I, don't, I don't recall us ever doing anything like that the two previous times we got promoted. No. I don't, we never, I don't think we ever did anything like that. So fans can see it's something special. I mean, they must have cleared Flares R Us out of Flares because we, there were shitloads of Blair them.
2: stock sales have gone through the roof. They must have yeah. They must have put the prices up and made the killing because it, it was brilliant. And um, what flares have you got left? We've got red, but have you got orange? No, I'll go somewhere else. That's true. No, thank you. <laughs> no no, no party innit?
5: but it was brilliant. I mean, everyone was there. It was all it was all brilliant. Singing, inflatables. Uh, load of lads turned up with um, the banners and and the flare yeah. and lo- even more flares. And um, obviously from the video that we've seen on social media, the players inside the coach loved it. Um, open the window oh. that was like Arnold that was a sorry for that do it now <laughs> open the window <laughs> well, they, they, they all loved it I mean it's, I think it's just brilliant I think mm. it's really 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 great just show it
4: again we're all together fans and
5: players everyone just I thought, I thought it was fantastic
4: I've seen a few protests with that with that sort of number on the Waterloo Road but not for a celebration
3: yeah it, Brilliant! I thought it was thought it was really really good. Like you said, it, it feels something different about this time, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, it's the, the whole thing from top to bottom. It's all very, I don't know. It's all very inclusive. I think from the club and the way they
5: nervingly positive, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah, a bit too unsettling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and and post game, of course, Wolves got to lift the uh, the championship trophy, which was lovely to see all the players' photos, you know, on the pitch with the trophy and celebrating afterwards. But that was great, wasn't it? It was just. Okay, yeah. There's been a bit of apparent controversy with that, which is absolutely ridiculous. I think the club having to apologise. What does everybody think of that? Because I,
4: I just, oh, think I it think the was club it even needed should apologise for apologising. Mm, agreed. <laughs> when Nuno run that off the pitch with the trophy, that was great, that was a, that, that, that was... was another end credits moment.
5: Yeah, I welled up. So this is this is just a magical moment. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> also, won um, Fosu... What's he doing getting the medal, eh? Hey? Where it? was Burr? Where was Oscar Rasmus?
3: <laughs> was he in a full kit? He
5: was? Yeah. And he even got a jog up. I thought he's going to injure himself in <laughs> a minute.
3: His tendonitis is going to get He did back go in over to one of the physios when he got there. I think he was just <laughs> checking that that was okay, wasn't it? Would he have been entitled to a medal? Part of the squad, isn't he? So I think... Is it, it not a case... As long as named in the the so I thought appearances. I'm not sure a... the
5: rules have changed because... Uh, well... Uh, I'm not sure. The Premier League was it's five appearances and you get a medal. Yes, and I, I don't know if that's the same in Championship, or it could be if you're just named in the first team squad. were you talking get a about the medal.
4: Other day Because I mean, on that sort of basis, Norris wouldn't have got one, would he? No. Which is it's unfair to a degree, but you could yeah. see it from a, a legislation. Uh, was to... Oscar
2: Byrne up there because technically he's not classed as a first team? Player, they have well, still to draft, still badges Badgers under
4: draft, twenty-three. As soon as you play one minute competitive football, that's it. You yeah. get you get yourself a medal because you've played a part.
5: However, I think the club can go to the EFL and buy another medal if someone is so deserving of one. Buy <laughs> replica medal. So <laughs> well, they can order one. They can yeah, put yeah. an order form in and get one one gold <laughs> championship medal for give it to this young lad. Here. He did. He did get us a point against Hull at yeah. home. I think I said. And in, if we
2: hadn't got that point, we would
4: have had. 98,
5: Ninety-eight points. <laughs> <laughs> that that sits uncomfortable with me. We're also on ninety-nine points. Well, we need to we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about that. We? We're going to talk about. I
4: think that. I said when it got to around January and I actually started to believe we was going to go up. I think I said Sunday last game of the season. Just bring Jeff on the last ten minutes up front. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get him a medal.
2: But then Jeff on the picture. there's that great picture of uh, Barry Douglas with his missus. And having Jeff a picture, and, and Jeff kind of in the background going, "Hey." <laughs> but I, it just like Adam said the whole day apart from the game which was a bit of a wasn't needed really you might as well have just not played a game football everybody wanted to be in part of mode didn't they they wanted to see the, tr- the trophy being lifted and it was great a nice kind of touch that both Cody and Danny lifted it together I think that was always going to happen that's probably I going to yeah it's very similar to was it Craddock and Henry yeah, last yeah, time yeah it was
3: yeah it was the right thing to do I think wasn't it <clears throat> I think you know yeah team and club captain I think they should be sharing the moment mm.
4: we don't see what goes on in the dressing rooms do we but everything you hear is Danny Batter, true professional is always supporting the lads in the dressing room so you get club captain whatever now what Cody's term of captain is but would it be would it be team captain mm. Cody I don't know I think it is
3: it's something like that isn't it
4: Danny Bat deserved it to be fair he's taken
2: some shit
3: that's Danny. Mostly Bart, from yeah. me. That's Danny Bart's <laughs> third
2: promotion in his footballing career.
5: Two balls, one with Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Is it?
2: That's a great thing to put on your CV. Yeah. And if mm. you know, I think he will be here next season just because he is club captain. But if he isn't and he goes in the summer, he's. Yeah, you know, a lot be. of teams will look at that and go, "Club captain, three promotions, mm. one especially to the Premier League." I think teams, more teams, will be in for him than we probably. Well, that's what I, think, I wonder about yeah.
5: Bart. I've always, I've, always, I've always been of the opinion that he will go in the summer. He doesn't mm. talk like I, he's going to go. He's not I getting I any younger will.
4: either, is he? If he wants to play games, he's, he's got to leave this summer, hasn't he? He's been linked to Sheffield Wednesday again. Well, I, just, I just think that
5: Nino's, He's going to be ruthless. He's going to look at him and think, you against the, the top mm. strikers of European football in the Premier League,
6: it's
2: going to I, bad badly. I think it's, we're going yeah, right? to yeah. talk about this more in our end of season podcast for the summer, but like Adam says, I think... Nuno and the team are going to be ruthless with the recruitment in the summer
3: mm. I think, think th- they'll have to we're a
2: ball playing defence he's not he's not a, that
4: defender
3: Is a he? mm. he's a mid-table championship yeah. defender he's done better when he's played against the big physical so like he, I thought he did okay against Sheffield Wednesday did alright against Bolton up against um, Sam Yamiobi big tall guy that's when you get the best out of bars when he's playing against people who can play better football he does get found out scored against Bristol City at um, another big point yeah, I mean, he has popped up with quite a few goals for us, to be honest, Danny has. and he has. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be disappointed to see him go, because I think he probably deserves yeah. a move and to be playing week in, week out. But he would be leaving some good memories behind, I think. Some of those oh, definitely, you know, yeah. late headers that he's uh, pulled us out of the shit with, oh, yeah. yeah. I've missed a good Danny
4: Barton-Broilil post-match. We ain't giving one of them for... Well, we haven't, have we? About, oh, well over twelve months now. Yeah, <laughs> that was inspiring at the time because we were so poor, and he was driving us on as this local lad. But I think being the local lad's gone against him now,
8: because
4: mm.
3: he just. It also helped that he, he was European Johnson. now, aren't we? <laughs>
4: yeah, global. If you if you want to go that way, yeah. your words,
2: you choose. Mm. Uh, but uh, gentlemen, what it, it's a day like the the last day where we won we, we won the total lift. It's a day to remember, isn't it? Really, and it's it's one of the things I think I talked about on Twitter today. I almost don't, you almost don't want the season to end. It's no, has do It's got to end because we obviously all want to go to the, <laughs> the Premier League. But you just don't. Every week, it's so lovely watching this football, and it could be just as good next season. You don't know, but you just want it to keep going. You want to keep seeing those gifts. You want to see Nuno you
4: know, going crazy? My wish is going to come true. I said it about two or three seasons ago. I said I wanted a Chinese billionaire to come in, buy us, buy us out, get us into Europe. And then if they send us out of business afterwards, so be it. All I want to see is Wolves in Europe and it's going to come true, I know it. I'm going to end up spoiling AFC wolf I know it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you're, going to to, you're going to have to alter the, the day of recording doing podcasts and, uh, when we're in the Champions League. Have to start doing it with a Thursday it's night. It's going to be a Saturday, three or o'clock, Friday isn't night it, yeah. or Monday I night. Don't, I
2: don't want to do post Europa League podcasts. <laughs> Come on. Flying out to some random. That was a great result against
5: Bartay Borisov. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I thought Casillas
2: had a great game
4: goal, didn't he? <laughs> Why did he take Bright to Locomotive Moscow? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's gentlemen, let's talk about the game at the weekend. And it is the final game of the season. A little tear comes to my eye. Uh, away to Sunderland. Um, before we get on to this game, I want to uh, read out this tweet that our very own Luke Thompson sent back in August. His little prediction for the season. His prediction was on uh, August the 15th at 11.16pm. Quite late. He stayed up a bit late to make this tweet. Plus thought this all day, not he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will only lose a maximum of six games this season. Play 46, win 30, draw 10, lose 6. 100 points. Say this tweet. If Wolves draw against London, gentlemen he will be bang on part of me wants Wolves to draw oh, For that I don't know through. his smugness would could, be yeah.
5: did he go could as far as stating it? what our goal difference would be uh, no <laughs> <laughs> oh well I'm not interested then. you could just imagine
3: him in the group chat he would be fucking unbearable <laughs>
4: I don't know how he even came up with the tweet in, in August it was just it's just <laughs> bar
2: me the
3: 15th witchcraft w- when did the season start is that after the first game of the season that he sent that as well
2: I've no idea no, it wouldn't, no, wouldn't have been. Yeah, it would have been after the first game of the season, sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. What was the date you sent to? 15th, 15th. of August.
5: 15th of August. Um, that would have been the night we played Hull
4: City away. Ooh. What time was it? What time did he tweet? Quarter past six- the 11. So, so we'd have just been after battered the Hull 3 0 away. 3 2. 3 2. Three two I
5: only yeah. free- I mean, scored two light like, goals in the game. Never his first Dodgy wonder goal. he oh, was, yes.
7: That's when we Maybe knew. he was
5: influenced by that. So we already <laughs> wrapped up, what, three wins by then.
4: <laughs> well, let's see what I, I want. Let's the... water down this achievement, come on. <laughs> no, um, we're
2: going to win on Sunday because oh, I'm not going. I had tickets, I'm not going, I'm going to win now. The other thing about the game, of course, is that, like not mentioned before, is Wolves run 99 points. And I think I've said this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I hate it when teams run on 99 points players have 99 appearances I'm like can't
4: you just yeah. give them another game it's like when the TV volume's on an odd number
2: yeah.
5: oh god oh, my, yeah, my, OCD, yeah, om- my yeah. OCD odometer kicks off yeah. then if that happens <laughs> but, put it on 8 not 7 <laughs>
2: but oh, I just don't want them to be on end on 99 points
5: I think it'll t- take us s- monumental catastrophe for us to lose to Sunderland because let's
2: face it that's a shit show but it'll it, be interesting with l- the weekend because the big news for them this week is that uh, Chris Coleman it has been sent The uh, Eddie Short is, is selling the club, and there's a cons- like a consortium taking over. And if you look at the two sides as well, this is a complete parallel of the past and the future. You've got Sunderland, who thankfully now another team is doing back to back relegations. They're on the verge of going down to League One. You've got Wolves on the verge of going to the Premier League, who have been where Sunderland's position was, and this is the other side of the journey. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Swings and roundabouts yeah. in football.
3: <laughs> it, it is nice that it'll no longer be known as doing a wolves. Yeah, so I am quite pleased about that. If nothing else, yeah.
2: But it just with something it's incredible had their their fall Right yeah. to the core. And I you know. just look at it from afar, and you just think maybe in the Premier League, you know, you just have that bad season, you go down. But they would have been one of the favourites, perhaps again to go up this season. I think given that, stature and size and, yeah. I think it
4: was a poison challenge from last season I said when Chris Cartman took the job he was stupid for doing it they didn't have any funds they didn't have any half decent place to, to keep up in my opinion I couldn't even tell you where they're strikers I once Lewis Grabham went to Villa mm. you know who's linked with yeah. the job though Big Mick Big Mick. he's been, Big he's Mick. been seen
5: yeah. uh, having some breakfast or something in North East he
4: wants to go back unfinished business what was what apparently the, do the
2: do drugs. Yeah. and Dwight York can you imagine mm. a, a, tea, a managerial team of Mick McCarthy with Dwight York assistant?
5: Oh, he can't not ever sack off TC, can he? <laughs> joined
3: at the hip, aren't they? I think Mick McCarthy would do a great job there mm. in League One. I mean, he's oh, yeah. clearly good enough for the Championship. He can go he, back
2: a hero, can't he? If he yeah. obviously does the job,
3: and he knows how to build a team on a shoestring. Yep. When you look at what he did for us when he first joined, I think he'd do a great job there.
2: Last game of the season.
5: I'm torn on, on, whether, on how Nuno will approach it because obviously yeah. it's all, we're, it's, everything's all settled for both teams. Nothing can change. But Whether or not he, he, he Nuno, when he's spoken publicly, he wants to get as many points as possible. Yeah, yeah. He wants to get past 100. So, cause I was wondering whether like Norris would start and Gibbs mm. White might
2: start or something, but give a run out to a couple of people. Yeah,
5: yeah, I thought that, but then like, there's that side to it. But then also, he wants to win the game. Clearly, so whether he'll, he might just be boring and play an unchanged team from before, or he might surprise us and might give like Norris his, mm. his league debut, well, so it's there, mental. But.
2: There's a massive aura to it, isn't it, to say you've got over 100 points, and to say you've achieved that in yeah. such a tough league. So you would think knowing Nuno's character, he's just going to go full pelt again, and say to the guys, it's the last game, but treat this
3: as go any other a game. Yeah.
2: Dan thinking.
4: I was thinking about Jeff and Dalrymple up front, to be honest. <laughs> I think he'll keep the same sort of team. Just don't play Neves. Catamol's going to injure him, aren't we? Let him go to yeah. the World Cup. Let him go to the World Cup. I mean, there was, there was talks on Twitter earlier that he's not even a guarantee for the World Cup at the moment. They might be taking an extra defender than a midfielder, the Portuguese coach was saying. How dare they? our only Cristiano Ronaldo is... Definitely going. The Portuguese manager said. Not even the uh, Pepe, the,
5: the mental. Ronaldo
4: was the only one that's definitely going. Indisputably going. He said.
2: Again, we you know obviously we're looking at Nevers in our Nevers tinty glasses. Is what made one senior appearance for in the international team. To throw him into you know you know to throw him into a World Cup squad is it? Do we all just think it's a guarantee? Do you see what I mean? I'd... Well, I did a crowd tweet saying
4: he obviously doesn't want to win the World Cup if he's not taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a better passer in Europe? We're we talking about football here. Still, it, what other passes uh, is there? I don't know. You could pass objects. To us. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I Darren Potter. I, Darren, I said it yeah. earlier.
3: Is he still playing? He <laughs> played for MK Dons. He's got a left eye. last boy check. Now. Yes. Last Didn't check. MK Dons get relegated the weekend? They did. And they did. AFC Wimbledon got promoted justice I believe
2: is mm. the word uh, and um, older EBL is at MK Dons isn't he on loan yes again a that's a player I'd time. completely forgotten about old EBL
5: Darren yeah. Potter footballer plays for Rotherham United oh, okay as a libero midfielder who is better than never it says
2: here on Wikipedia <laughs> citation <laughs> needed,
5: needed. definitely citation needed oh yeah last edited by
2: Darren Potter <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what do we think for prediction wise gentlemen it's the last predictions of the season
5: Oh, it's probably a difficult one to call in a way because like I say I don't know how they're going to approach it mentality wise but some of them just shocking
2: it'd be interesting again because will they want to try and leave on a positive note will I don't know whether Chris Coleman leaving and the owners leaving does that give them a bit more freedom do As they now, relax
5: I a bit more I think we will I think we will win I think we will just but it'd be like just a 1-0
2: we're not think we we'll might see a Man city Middlesbrough kind of result. Was it when Man City... Was it Middlesbrough or Man City won like 8-1? I mean, yeah, it was. Man city Middlesbrough. yeah.
3: Yeah, did Borough stuff them and then City got new owners and then yeah. dominated the world. Because it was
2: Sven's last
3: game, wasn't it? I yeah, think. I think it was. It was when Faxin Shinoatra was still there, wasn't
5: mm-hmm. it? I hope for the travelling fans' sake it is something silly. It does become like a circus, like an 8-1, just because... That'd yeah, because I deserve yeah. it, it's yeah, a just long journey. Just yeah, it'd be fantastic. And then the season,
3: just, just chaos. Yeah. That's what we want. I, I think it will be. I I think we'll get four or five goals to be honest. Because it, like you said, it's such a shit show up there. <laughs> Anything other than the ground being raised to rubble <laughs> I think will be a good result for Sunderland. So yeah, I think we can fill our boots be nice for Bonatini to should sign off for the goal as well oh, I,
2: yeah. I, I hope he gets a goal it's the one little icing on the cake now isn't it Yeah, with Bonatini Yeah, may, maybe gives White Bright give him that goal oh no he's obviously scored hasn't he's he he's got yeah. one I, I would like Bonatini to get one
5: just because I'm, I'm starting to feel a bit of pity for him now but he, look, he looks just like a broken player when he comes off the bench now I just, he, just, he just jogs on and go. oh well i best just get through
4: this half an hour
5: <laughs> I'm not going to score obviously it's going to be a draw
4: you going for a draw then. It's going to be one of them. It's going to be a draw. It's going to be one of them stupid stats that who was the only team that Wolves couldn't beat the, the season they went up, and Sunderland's down team we haven't beat. And then
2: Luke Thompson is going to rub it in your face. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Luke. <laughs> uh, what, are you, Adam, what are you going for then? Score wise, we score draw. Score draw. Nil nil. Nil nil. The
4: more there was, all, there was on the beach last week. And I think they'll be on the beach this week. As I'm
5: going to stick with my uh, nil one, nil one to wolves, obviously.
2: Andy, five nil no, wolves, five nil no, wolves. I'm going for seven nil no, wolves. <laughs> Why not?
3: It we won the lead when Dave is the most optimistic <laughs> of everybody. This is sort of like
4: an episode of the Twilight Zone. This is where Dave predicted seven nil no, wolves wins. <laughs> you should put um uh, put that a pound down, or Dave. two pound <laughs> on
5: each of those score those scores, and it all goes into the fan cast end
2: of season kitty and then we'll make... 30. Unless none of them come in. <laughs> They'll probably cover yeah, yeah, yeah. about three nan breads. Yeah. <laughs> How much should we make on that bet? Uh, 13p. <laughs> okay, let's do a Twitter corner. questions. You send questions, we answer them. Ash Dolan, uh, who will be the three players from Wolves that you'll put in your fancy football team next season? We've been through this before, haven't we? It's a popular question. Because everyone... I said
4: this in the Liverpool podcast, Neves ain't a player you have in your fantasy football team because he's... He's the hockey assist, as the Liverpool fans said. He's the pass before the assist, before mm. the goal, isn't he? Norris
5: Sorry. Bright, Phil who are Because
3: they won't Bold. lose you any point.
4: Fa- Fosu is an unknown quantity. You know, never know what <laughs> he could do. He
5: could be like the Antonio Valencia of the Premier League. You never know.
3: I hope my mates
4: ain't listening because we've got a really competitive draft league and my first pick's going to be Jota. Okay.
5: Um, Andre Silva will be in my team next year. <laughs>
2: So I just forgot I just forgot Talisca's signing in there. Eh? What do we base it on players in the squad now? <laughs> uh okay, I And we'll probably... include Silver because we'll probably know that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I would probably go for
5: something like i to be brave actually, I'll put Bolly in there. Mm.
2: I would have put Bolly in there. Because he's yeah. gonna
5: get a few nodding in from corners and I would put in uh Cavallero mm-hmm. and I would put in Barry Douglas. Big bars. I was
4: thinking about Douglas. Mm. He could be one that's.
3: He could be a sleeper, couldn't he? He's on set pieces. set piece no, detail. No, I was about so... to say, he
4: could, he could be one if they are as rivers, as you're saying, he could be replaced this summer.
1: Yeah.
3: I'd, I'd we'll be, talk about I'd be it more, the point, but yeah. I think thing, point, I, I think, think there could be some surprises yeah. this summer. The questions with with Barry Douglas was always defensively, but I think since Christmas he stepped that side of his game up massively. And, and
2: Barry Douglas has had the last two seasons has won two trophies. Yes, look at that hasn't cabinet. Exactly,
3: good stat. He's got.
4: He'll be leaving us soon anyway. He's got to play in a different country, <laughs> is know. He? He's, He's got, got to do his tour. He's got to do the tour of the world. Isn't he? He's a traveller.
2: Anybody else for your prediction? Not predictions. Your, your fancy team selections. I don't, I don't think having a Wolves goalkeeper would be that... I Because mean, they're going to be
4: relatively low-value, you'd think, in the mm. Premier League for the first season up there. Mm.
3: Cause you'd pick up your points on the performances if you had someone like Neves. Cause like you say, he, ain't, he hasn't got the massive output of assists or goals, but he's bound to get eight out of ten every week. Probably the same with someone like Cody. But I think Drostov would definitely be in there. Costa, I think Costa's... Mm. No, he's had that run of games and he's actually fit again. He's been just frightening to watch. I think since it's the last two months or so, he's probably been our best player.
2: I think out of those three, but Costa, Cavanjotta, someone isn't going to hit the heights of the Premier League next season.
5: Who will, will it, it be? Keep, oh. Will it keep the same formation in the I've Premier just got a feeling
2: that one of them isn't going to make the impact next season. And when next season somebody tells me they've got 30 goals each. Imagine if
4: got two of them got 30 goals each we'd be right up there. <laughs> <laughs> 12 goals each. That's more <laughs> uh, Even in the Premier League that's decent going yeah. for...
2: Uh, uh, Richard Marlowe which do you prefer ruining Bristol City or Leeds and Villa crying into FFP? Which do you prefer... What was the first one? Uh, ruining Bristol City. Because obviously oh, after that Bristol game, they, uh, they really were. So you said ruining Bristol City? It wasn't just Bristol
4: City, it was Sheffield United as well. Yeah. Well, don't blame Richard, he's only <laughs> <in> the questions. <laughs> no, I was not look at the league tables. I couldn't believe how low mm. Sheffield United was when I looked the other day. Uh, do you prefer F- out of those?
2: FFP for me. FFP with Villa yeah. and Leeds. Anyone else?
3: I've had the most fun out of winding up the Villa and Leeds fan, off, fans yeah, off the I back agree. of it, to be yeah, honest. Yes, definitely FFP. It was
4: the fact that so many high people at their clubs went public to try and discredit us
2: mm. and then it was just thrown thrown out of court. Uh, Jakey, or Jacob Heskey on Twitter, a uh, surprise highlight of the season that no one, no one would expect to be up there. Any surprise highlights of the
3: season? Anything just quirky that you thought, oh, I like that? <laughs> I think every Nuno celebration yeah. has just been... Golden.
2: I think the Bristol City one is probably up there for me. Yeah. Or no, actually, the Sace being knackered after like Borough, almost dead. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Sanky, you're dead yet? Moment.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Sace's bleached hair. That was yeah, quite the shock at Barnsley, away. Right. and didn't we actually go through a, uh, a bit of a bad run because that, that was that, the start yeah. of the blip, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember
4: going to Barnsley, away and thinking, what's he
3: done with his Barney? Bolly shaving
5: his head, and then he, I think he netted, didn't he? Didn't he score like so, just after? He, uh, he had like a fine layer on top, and he got rid of it, didn't he? He, had a like a he even wood. had a layer. At one yeah, point. It was both both thin, but he just buzz buzzed it straight off. Lost. I'm sure he scored next game.
3: Bolly's one glove. One nice yes, surprise Bollies this won. season: the, the return of a phobie Yes, never oh, expected that to have no, happened. No. And the
2: roar when he came on as well.
3: Yeah, and I think like with the, the few of us in the group chat being up till ridiculous o'clock, <sighs> waiting for it to come in and, and get over the line, it was. I think it was I, quite I, magical. I was
4: willing to drive to Stafford Services to meet Ben that night. I was so excited. <laughs> it, it, it was it was a magical moment. Transfer deadline day. We thought everything was gone. We signed Ben Stevenson.
2: Have you That's... met? Have you met
4: Ben yet? I've only met him for about fifteen seconds when we went to Birmingham away in December. Because i was the... too drunk to even so On realize... the group
2: track, you you just like you adore him. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for this moment <laughs> when you and Ben can properly meet up and embrace. They'll really hate each other in real life. Uh, uh,
3: it's it's coming a a on Monday, we isn't
4: it?
2: Uh, huh? It's coming on Monday, isn't it? To uh, the it the bank holiday celebration? A bohemian, yeah. He's saying that, isn't he? Yeah. Are you gonna meet him there? Have that embrace. Benic T-shirts. And then when cuddles. you find out that you've got nothing in common and you've got polarising yeah, views. Exactly that.
5: And then you're asked to leave
2: Boho. home. Yeah, because you've got wolf shirts on. Look, we will all have a nice drink and we'll see what <laughs> establishments let us in. Uh, uh, no more Twitter questions. That's sort of, But I, I'd forgotten there was an email about celebrating weird places from Richard Playfoot. And it's literally spelt, as you would think, Playfoot. That's that's a great name. That's interesting name. Brilliant name. name. Like uh, his, so his, his email literally just says this: camping on the rim of Ngorongoro crater in Tanzania, 2003 player final was told results three weeks after the match. <laughs> that's good.
5: That's a, that's a great one. That is. That will take some
2: talking. my kitchen section Ikea was odd, but that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is it, and that's a podcast this week, gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to sponsors Hill Smith Limited and Upper Creative, and you can follow us all week on social for your lols and trolls. Just type in Wars Fancast, and you'll find us there. And thank you for finding us in your your busy podcast schedule. If you like what we do and you've got iTunes, please give us a subscribe and a review and a five stars on iTunes because apparently it helps. That's what other podcasts say. It's also nice it's to get five to- stars, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's nice for people to say. Oh, I, I like that. I like what you do,
5: because. Not nice to get one star, is it? Like Boho, found out.
2: That's it for this week. We'll be back another week. Uh, for this week, it's bye from Dan. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye from Adam. Bye-bye. Bye from Andy. Happy Rusev Day. It's bye from me. See <laughs> <laughs> <In> a bit. <laughs>